0: All right, guys. Um, welcome back to this edition of Timberwolves Talk for this week. Um, first, before we say anything else, um you know, we just want to address the postponement of the uh the sporting events yesterday, twins, timberwolves, um, wild for the tragic events that happened. Um, you know, we fully support the decision of NBA, MLB, um, NHL for the postponements of these games, and um, we feel super sorry for the city and um, everyone involved in the events that happened. And it's just a really um, sorrowful time and really tragic because the city's been through a lot. And um, you know, we, we're praying, we're praying for everyone involved in the situation and uh, hoping, hoping things get better soon. But we just wanted to come out and address that right away. And um, yeah, so there's. A couple things to go over a couple announcements um last week we our video our video uploading schedule was tuesday wednesday and thursday for you guys um and we want to keep keep it consistent every week and keep um keep some sort of schedule because i think it's easy for you guys to understand then when we're uploading because yeah. we're back on the weekly uploads multiple videos a week um, for Sure. so as you're watching this there is a video that's either out or coming out very soon today um that's ranking the new wnba jerseys they just got a full set of new jerseys and um they're, they're really clean. cool there's they're a lot of cool clean, ones man. very clean so um go check out that tier list video that's either out or coming out um the same day um and then there's also going to be a twins talk probably thursday or friday so you will look out for that thursday mm-hmm. friday and then um Lastly, we just recorded a ranking Timberwolves jerseys from the past, present, and uh, that will be coming out Friday or Saturday. So we have videos all out this week. They're spread out a little bit more than just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so you guys can have stuff to watch um, every other day. So yeah, should be fun. Should be a great week of content. And uh, yeah, yeah. Be, so uh, this video,
1: this video is going to come out right after the uh, Brooklyn Nets game that is occurring at three o'clock today. And obviously, we're not going to be able to talk about that game because we're pre-recording this. But but yeah, I think there's a few games that we can talk about. And I mean, what other news is there really with the Timberwolves? I feel like, oh, come on. The huge, the biggest news in Timberwolves in a long time. This is what you said was the final domino to making the Timberwolves a playoff team was the new ownership. And man, yeah. we got to start out with that. I, I can't believe I almost forgot about that. What What was going through your head when you saw
0: that? So I was actually taking a nap. I had just had a, um, a big midterm. Um, I was exhausted. I had to take a nap after it. And I, um, I wake up to my phone having, I think four text messages from my friends, five Twitter notifications. Um, I'm like, what is happening right now? I thought originally, I thought the bears traded for the fourth overall pick. I thought that's why there are so many, so many notifications, but I looked and I saw a rod in <laughs> Um, Mark, I think his name's Mark Laurie, the Walmart executive, um, bought the Timberwolves and I was like really surprised. I was, I did not expect a rod to buy the team. Um, I guess we can go into the details in a little bit, but if you guys looked into it, it was a week, a week, a week before. Yeah. Like they sold the team in a week. I guess Glenn found the right guy. Um, but yeah, it, it was really surprising that a rod, wanted to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves. I, w- I would think A-Rod would go Jeter's direction and, you know, buy an MLB team instead of a uh, an NBA team. But that's, I always think my whole um, view on ownership is you need, you need someone who has championship pedigree to own your team. And A-Rod has championship pedigree. He's a three-time MVP champion. I mean, can't ask for much more, I guess. Yeah, I think the thing about it is
1: I think that A-Rod doesn't have as big of a share as people I mean I don't know the exact details but from what I I think that this Mark guy has a lot more stake in it than A-Rod but I think A-Rod's kind of the the name behind it you know what I mean like he's the big name that they're yeah
0: it's it's a group of people that bought it I don't know I I, obviously I think A-Rod and Mark Laurie are the two biggest investors into the Timberwolves Um, yeah
1: and I mean so I guess getting into the details, everyone was saying, okay, we're moving to Seattle because a rod played in Seattle and all this crap, but apparently they're working into the contract that the team has to stay in Minnesota. And I don't know if that is, if you can even legally do that, but what, uh,
0: you, yeah, from what I've, yeah, from what I've seen is, um, what are you wearing? Are you wearing a bill Belichick? So, <laughs> Peyton and I thought it would be um, funny before we recorded this. We, um, we recorded two previous videos, those two tier lists for you guys. And I just had a Wisconsin football shirt on and we're like, yeah, we got to change clothes. We're doing a new recording. Well, yeah, you,
1: know? you got to. Well, you weren't supposed to tell them that. It's supposed to be like, we are filming these every single day that showed the commitment yeah. that we, have. But we We really do just sit down
0: and record them all. We, we, we grind for a day and record all these, but I'm like, Peyton, should I wear my sleeveless sweatshirt? I kind of want to look like Bill Belichick this video and you guys can, you guys can rate it, but do I look like Bill Belichick? I feel like I kind of do. Ugh.
1: I mean, I don't know if that's something you want to Bill look Belichick like. Vibes. I don't know if that's a like a compliment. I don't like that's not a thing you want to look like, to be honest. But um, but yeah, man. <laughs> where were we? So, yeah. Are they going to move the team or is, is are the Timberwolves here to stay in Minnesota? What do you think about it? Obviously, we have no real knowledge about it. But what do you think?
0: Um, from, from what I've seen from The Athletic and some of John Krasinski's tweets is there's there's a verbal agreement that was made that they're not going to move the team. And Glenn Taylor on the score North pod with Doogie said they're working it into the contract, um, that the team cannot be moved. So there's going to be some contractual way of not moving the team, which is, which is great news. I don't know how, cause I feel like you can't just put in a contract. You can't move this team forever. So I don't know how long that can, yeah. that can last, but I know the NBA, um, the NBA's general statement after this, this purchase of the Timberwolves was – I don't know where I saw it, but um, a source said the NBA is more into um, expansion rather than relocation. They yeah. want to expand um, to Seattle and Vegas. And it would really – if you think about it, it logically would make no sense because there's 30 NBA teams right now. So say you move the Timberwolves to Seattle and then you made a Vegas team, that's 31 teams. Yeah, I You need like- an even amount of teams. So I think it would only make sense – to just expand and make more money already and just put another one in Seattle and Vegas, which will probably happen by latest, probably 2027. Well, I mean, especially you-
1: with um Vegas having the uh the Las Vegas aces in the WNBA, which we
0: learned today. I uh, yeah. <laughs> already would have an arena. So there you yeah, go. There you go. You can uh and Vegas is getting to a lot of stuff. They obviously just made the the golden knights um WNBA team which I think is fairly new. Um you have a new football team. I mean, yeah. You have the Raiders now.
1: The NBA is the only way for them to go now. And I guess another thing, like if you're buying an NBA team, I feel like the Timberwolves are one of the best investments at the moment that you could get. Like we just have so much young talent, so much going right. Like obviously not right now, it's not really going right, but like in the, like in the future, you can see this being a championship pedigree team. So I think it's a very good investment.
0: Yeah, I def I, I think it's I think any NBA team is a good investment in general, just because the, the NBA is a growing sport, obviously. Um, it's becoming more worldwide. I think I think it's good. I think um, honestly, I don't know if Arod specifically wanted to own the Timberwolves. I think it's just something to add to his portfolio and his net worth. Um, yeah. And that's 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 what every um wealthy person is trying to do, just add more assets and more stuff to their portfolio. I guess. I like the, I um as a kid growing up, I guess. I wasn't. I was. I was kind of indifferent to A. Rod. I mean, he wasn't my favorite baseball player of all time. I guess, but you can't deny how good he is. Obviously, the steroid stuff, but um, I don't know. I I like. I like it. I like having is, championship pedigree.
1: What's your What's your favorite
0: A. Rod play of all time? Because I have one that's just the funniest play I've ever like. My favorite A. Rod play of all time. Um, I don't know if you're thinking of the one where he's where he um. So there's a couple funny A-Rod plays. I'll lay a couple out. So there was one, well, where he was a Yankee, where he just slaps the ball out of some guy's glove at first. <laughs> that one was pretty funny. That's not um, the one. There's one where he's running yeah. behind the third baseman and yells, "I got it!" and then the third baseman doesn't get the ball and he just drops it. That one's that's my funny. favorite one. Um, you know, if it's a good A-Rod moment, I'd have to say his his three thousandth hit. That was a um a home run that was pretty cool and if you guys know who Zach Hample is um the YouTuber who catches all the baseballs he was the one who actually caught that 3,000 hit so I mean anytime you get to see a 3,000 hit live that's pretty cool it's pretty no I I definitely the one where he yelled I got it
1: I got it and the guy that was funny that was hilarious but um the last thing I want to touch on with the new ownership is will this will KG get his number retired I know I saw he was DMing someone and he's always very hard to understand on his Instagram stories, but he's pretty um, passionate. He's, I, that's a good way to put it, but um, <laughs> it's very hard for me to understand his Instagram stories, but the way he said it was he, since he didn't get the team sold to him, he didn't want to get his Jersey retired.
0: That's, that's fair enough. I think, um, so I think everyone in the Timberwolves wanted to retire KG's Jersey, but he didn't want Glenn retiring his Jersey. Because he does not like Glenn, obviously. Um, I think there was a there was a DM that said, or uh, an Instagram story that said, "He's you know, good job, A Rod. You know, rooting for you and stuff." And I think, I think, hopefully, I think A Rod wants to retire his jersey. I don't think, I think there's. I think they. I think they have mutual respect for each other. And I think A Rod, if he got KG's permission, would that be one of the first things he did? Would retire KG's jersey because we really. The only things we have retired are there's a banner that says flip and then um number two is retired I don't know if you guys know this This is kind of um Timberwolves really? trivia number the number two is retired and there's a reason for it we um I don't know what year he played but there was this guy named Malik Seeley and um I think he died in a car crash I want to say is uh I can look it up just to make sure, but That's really I interesting. want to say he died in a car crash. Because
1: I I was honestly, I was going to bring this up on a talk because in high school, I was actually number two. And I was wondering, why do we not have a number two?
0: On the yeah, team. so he, he died in a car crash um, in 2000. Okay. Yep, St. Louis Park.
1: Yeah, so I think A-Rod's first move, because for two years – Glenn Taylor is still going to own the team and then it's going to be a transition phase. I think the moment Glenn Taylor is completely out, I think that he should retire KG's jersey. I think that should be the number one thing he does. I think that would win out the fan base right there if he did that.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I, I think, um, you know, hopefully by, I want to see, um, two numbers eventually retired. You know, I want to see, I, KG's number is long overdue. I don't think anyone... And there's a reason why you guys never see a Timberwolf wearing the number 21. It's because they have that respect for Kevin Garnett would never wear his jersey because it deserves to be retired. So yeah. if you guys look throughout, ever since KG, um, I think it's when he left the Timberwolves. No one's ever worn 21 besides the time he came back in 2015. So it is retired, just not actually retired. It's kind of just... It's an it's a unknown. It's, it's an unwritten rule. And hopefully... I think Kat already deserves to have his um his jersey retired. I think uh, eventually when he retires we'll do that. And um maybe Kevin Love. I think those are the three you can kind of think of right now that have deserve a some yeah, yeah. deserve some recognition for sure.
1: But um so yeah, what uh, what do you want to talk about next? Obviously Delo has just been fantastic, man, and his he's averaging 24 points a game in t- and he, oh, 26 he- minutes. Yeah, he just looks elite, and it's just so frustrating because so many people were done with him for no reason. They didn't even give him a yeah, shot.
0: and we we told them, we told the fans, we told everyone, we said, believe in him, man. And he he's shooting sixty six percent from the three point line since coming back. He he, he looks really good. Like he and someone he, commented, he looks more. Yeah, but, like, I think he's I think he's just well rested.
1: Yeah, he looks skinnier, he looks quicker. He actually looks more athletic and I someone commented
0: that and he's moving a lot better. He fully looks 100%. Yeah, I, I really like um I like the him and cat dynamic. I think at the end of the, obviously we didn't win the Celtics game, but Delo and Kat kept us in that game. They they made that 11-0 comeback happen in the last 2 minutes. And um the one issue though, there's one issue I've been seeing since they've been back since all of these games have been close we've got to see we've got to see um and crunch time for three straight games with cat there's one issue it said Anthony Edwards hasn't taken a shot in those last five minutes of the fourth quarter and overtime when those two are on the floor and you know I Delo is one of the best closers in the game and so is cat people don't understand that cat makes so many crunch time shots every single three that cat takes that's clutch goes in and yeah. you guys should all see that those are two of the best clutch time players in the nba but it hurts to see Anthony edwards just stuck in the corner yeah on those plays because i i like the two-man game i do i like to be and cat you know trying to seal the game for us but like i'd like ant to get a touch i'd like to see if he give him a touch and if he sees something he can expose let him try um
1: because you know, fourth quarter
0: Anthony was a great
1: – for those few games there when he took over in the fourth quarter, it was a different player that we
0: saw. Yeah, and it, oh, he Knicks scored – yeah, there's I think he had 16 fourth quarter points or something like that, 16 or 17. And um, it's tough because you want to see him do something on those plays. You want to see him, you know, get involved. And it, it's tough when D'Lo and Cat are playing their little one-two, one-two man ball and – um, the only really time they pass out of that is if D'Lo doesn't shoot or if he doesn't, um, you know, cut. And then once, te- once cat pops out to the three point line, doesn't dish him one. The only time Delo really passes in that situation when he goes to the hole and the layup's not there and he'll, he'll pass it to a wing. So I don't know. I it's won us. It won us a big Chicago game though. It, yeah. it kept us in the Celtics game. Um, so if it's working, it's working, I guess. I, I can't really complain.
1: Yeah, I think that there's just got to be a happy medium. I mean, we're not saying that Anthony Edwards needs to be taking all these last shots. We're just saying he needs to have a shot at least. Like he needs they need to get him involved a little bit. You can't have a great player like that just sitting in the corner. That's unacceptable. Yeah, and um especially because he's such a, a liability defensively. If you're just gonna have him stand in the corner offensively, there's no point in having him in the game because he can he hurts us defensively. And that's yeah, I was
0: gonna I was gonna say that like um I was just gonna give some praise to um Josh Kogi recently he is he has absolutely blown me away with his play in the last three or four games and it's been actually it's been more than four games ever since he came back from that hamstring he's been looking really good actually yeah. and that's um I agree with doogie when he came on and said, which one's better, Culver or Kogi? Kogi has one one thing he does really well. Culver has no things he does really well is the issue, and not not a it's no slander to Culver. I'm just saying, Kogi is intense, man. He actually, there's two things he does well. He he defends well, obviously, but he's a great rebounder, a yeah. really 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 good rebounder. And he, you just watch him sky sky in to grab those rebounds. He's intense. He brings he brings the intensity at the end of the fourth, so it's really nice. Um, actually seeing him on the court in those situations. He's got to play in crunch time the last few games, and it's been great to see.
1: Yeah, and he was – dude, I've – um I actually missed his threes in that one game when he – I think he had – how many threes do you have? Like three or – two or three? Three, I think, yeah. When he scored 16. I missed all those, so I still have yet to see him make a three in a game. Mm-hmm. I only see him break him, like – every single time he shoots the corner three I've never seen him make one so
0: yeah guys like I think um obviously it's going to be great to have Malik back in the lineup eventually but this lineup of Delo, Ant and then you have a Kogi and McDaniels at the three and four two defensive studs Cat at the five yeah that might be end game lineup and I'm not even joking you could you could um you know maybe if Anthony Edwards isn't in the end game plan like End of the game plans, put Malik in the corner to shoot instead. You could swap those two out. Like I think we need a Kogi and McDaniels in there at the end of the I think they're so valuable in providing that defense. Because our defense has looked a little bit better over the past two games. And I think it's impartially part that McDaniels and a are so good.
1: Yeah. And that's such a I guess I really
0: it. like that lineup. And it's it's tough bumping oh. You know, Malik out of there because I really I I, I can't wait to see a um, a D-low, Malik Ant McDaniel's towns lineup, but you know is is that going to be successful with the amount of defense they're going to be? I think you could I think a fan could make the argument that a um a D-low and then you have Ant slash Malik a Kogi McDaniel's cat could be a, a better lineup depending on the situation.
1: Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that man, and I guess kind of the role that we saw Beasley in is kind of that six-man role. And I know that he was playing really well as a starter, but I think that the end-game role, if we're going to be a championship-level team, is having Beasley at that six-man position.
0: And then you have, say you have the second lineup then, um, you have Rubio, Beasley, and Noel. I think that's a great... That Nas Reed man? Nas and Vandy. Well, yeah, I want to touch on that. Why the hell has Vandy not been playing? Is he injured or what's going on? I don't know, and He's got a minute. I don't know, but you know, I think, I think Finch might have found something in that Nas and Cat pairing, in at the four and the five, when the bench starts coming in, I, I don't know why, but Nas plays incredible at the four. Yeah. So He's, is Vandy done? Is he? I don't know, and it's tough because players like. I don't want to compare Vandy to Culver, but when they do nothing like well, when they don't have that skill, they're just kind of a liability in the NBA guys, my whole philosophy is a player has to be able to shoot and Culver and Vandy aren't able to shoot right now. Yeah. And I hope they figure it out, but there's a reason why Culver and Vandy don't play it for Finch. You'll you'll see Culver maybe get three minutes a game, and you really don't see Vandy play anymore. It's
1: it's tough. It's kind of got to be able to sad. shoot. It's kind of sad. I wish
0: I wish Vandy was still playing. I do too, and it's if he had a mid range shot, he would be playing. Yeah. He would. He really he really would. And I'm not saying you need to have a a crazy three point shot, but you, to you need something. to be able to shoot the ball. And you can't win if you're. I, I think that's the philosophy most teams take nowadays. Like you need to be able to shoot the ball. It's like Blake Griffin, Blake, Blake Griffin adapted to it. He yep. knew he was just a dunker and athletic guy right out of college. And he's like, Oh shoot. I got to be able to shoot the ball. Cause I'm going to get old and I'm not going to be able to leap. And yeah. look what he's doing for Brooklyn right now. He's still leaping. And now he shoots a three too. Yeah. Now he can leap randomly. <laughs> yeah. He played the Pistons, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I really do love what, Finch has done. I think he unlocked a lot of things that it just goes to show how bad Saunders of a coach Saunders coaching was because yeah. Finch has Finch has had less. Finch has had more injuries, believe it or not, and has already won more games than Saunders has. Yeah, and like take that in. Take Saunders that in. Had, he's
1: had more injuries. Saunders had Vandy starting. And like Finch isn't even playing Like that's that's a problem for one of them. Like that just shows yeah. how different of coaches they are, and yeah, man, it's, it's nice because now we actually have chances to and win. Even with
0: lo- even with the losses, dude. Oh, you go. Yeah, even even that's what I was just about to say. Even with the losses, dude, we're in every single one of these games. Every single one. Would we be in a game with that? Would we be, with with Saunders if Jason Tatum scored fifty on us? Do you think we'd even be in that game?
1: Not even a chance. We'd be down by
0: forty. Yeah. And, dude,
1: he we got to
0: – Finch knows how to use these guys.
1: Yeah. We got to get some – I don't know. Because I saw once D'Lo – when D'Lo and Cat are on the court together, we're the number one
0: offense in the NBA. I saw that. Efficiency rise, yeah. And it's That's crazy because who would have thought the Timberwolves would be the off no, number one offensive rating, and they haven't even had a full healthy team since the All-Star break. I mean, yeah. We saw it coming, though. We did. You know, we just need all the pieces and the right leadership coaching. And I think we might've just finalized that last piece of the puzzle with the sale. And I think, uh, I really like where we're at. I do. I think, I think we have the team we need to make the, make the fifth or sixth seed next year. And if they keep improving, that's, that seed's going to keep lowering and they're going to keep getting to five, four, three, maybe in a few years, who knows? Um, Yeah. And I just,
1: what what do you want to see the team do in the offseason? I mean, obviously, this is pending that for that top three pick. Which right now, what do you think our chances of getting that top three pick
0: are? Do you think they're going downhill now? All right. In, in your hypothetical scenario, are we in the bottom three? Yeah. Are we going to end up in the bottom three in the draft? Um, I don't know the standings at the moment. I think we're going to pass the Rockets. Um, I'd have to look up both conferences right now. I'd say so, guys. If we um, if we land in the bottom three, then it's I think a forty percent chance to be in the the top three of the draft. Um, which is less than half. It's not something to bank on. No, but it would be but, a nice bonus. It would be a great added bonus if we can. Oh, of course, of yeah. course. Um, let me look at the Western Conference standings real quick. Because I, I think we're gonna win a few more games. Um, I really do. I think we're gonna get past so so at the moment we as a team are 14 and 40. We're tied tied with the Rockets. Um with for the worst record in the league. The next team in the 13th seed is the Thunder, who are 20 and 33. So we have six less wins than them. So I don't think we're going to be able to pass the thunder. I don't because they're going to keep winning games. Well, if, even if we start winning a few games in the East, you have the Pistons though, and the magic, the magic are 17 and 37 and the Pistons are 30 or 16 and 38. So it's kind of like a four team race for this, for these three spots. Um, The magic have three more wins than us. The Pistons have two and the Rockets are tied.
1: I think we're the best out of those four teams by
0: far. I think I think we are too. So you know, if we pass them, we pass them in wins. Yeah, and there's, I mean, yeah,
1: it would be a bonus to get that top three pick, but if not, I think that all we got to do is
0: sign a power forward, and I think we're set. Yeah, and I mean, um, if we get the top three pick and it's one or two, I mean, Evan Mobley's a. Uh, Kind of exactly what we need. So I, I think if we add Evan Mobley to the team, even as a rookie, I mean, we're easily a playoff team because that's five guys on the, in the starting lineup. If you include Malik, that are twenty point per game scorers. Like there's, yeah, yeah.
1: and there's I know you can that, stop that team. I love that Serge Ibaka. Add. I think that would be such a great addition to the team if
0: we could somehow add Serge Ibaka. I think so too. I think um, I saw a mock trade. If we landed at three and Evan Mobley already went, it was a, um, a Miles Turner trade where we trade back with the Pistons. They get the third pick. We get Miles Turner and the, I think it was ninth or 10th in the draft. Yeah. But the, cause the Pistons keep moving or the the Pacers did well in that lottery simulation for some reason, but it it's tough. It's just all chances. Like I wish it was like kind of like the, the NFL where it was like you could tell where we kind of just tell where everyone's gonna sit. Yeah.
1: Because it's it could all change up so much.
0: Oh yeah. Everything could shake up depending on this lottery. Um yeah. makes it interesting. It really does. Like we weren't the worst record in the NBA last year, but we got the uh got the pick. I mean for sure. It, I don't know. There's there's obviously things that need to be addressed. Um I want Jaden McDaniels to be that, that four starting four but I think if you bring in Serge Ibaka or something I think that'd be great I don't
1: know yeah and um I guess what are your what are your predictions for this Nets game that is just gonna have happened when this video comes out what do you think's gonna happen here
0: yeah so what time is it okay two two so the game starts in an hour um I Kyra Kyrie's out for personal reasons. Is Cat playing? Because it said he was originally not going to play. But is he playing now, I guess, because it's the next day? I'm not sure. I I can check on the status report right now, because that actually makes a big... uh... Yeah, because I think Harden's... Cat's not playing.
1: Okay, Harden's out too, I think.
0: So Kevin Durant's the only one that's playing for the Nets. Kevin, Blake, and LaMarcus, I think, will be on the Nets today. And then D'Lo and Ant. So... What do I think is gonna happen? Yeah. Um, oh gosh, Kevin Durant. If you guys look at Kevin Durant's stats against the Timberwolves, um, you don't want to look at them because they <laughs> are incredible. Kills us? He kills us. So he's gonna go for over thirty for sure, like guaranteed. Um,
1: well, yeah, he might he might go fifty on us. He might drop
0: a fifty bomb on us, like Tatum. Who he do you? Who's guarding him? Do you think McDaniel's or Okoye? I bet McDaniel's. I think he might have put up a good a good fight against him. He's an elite defender. I think McDaniel's will guard him. I think um ah maybe McDaniel's will guard Blake. Actually, I because you're gonna have a ginormous lineup for the Nets today if they play it like I think they're going to. They're gonna have Lamarcus probably at the four or at the five. They're- you yeah, have Blake at the four and then Katie at the three. So you might need a Kogi guard and Katie today.
1: Yeah, I think that would be a good matchup. I think that we have a, a decent shot. If we had Cat, I think that this would be our game to win. But I think mm-hmm. without Cat, it might be a little difficult because you're missing Cat and Malik Beasley. So it's just going to be D'Lo and Ant. And we've seen a lot of D'Lo
0: and Ant this season, and it did not look good. No. Yeah. That was, a, that was the dark day. That was, that was bad. <laughs> and we had bad. Malik when that was happening too. So
1: I, I think it's going to be very
0: hard for d to stay efficient this game. But listen, listen to this though. I think, um, I think Ricky Rubio for some reason has become a shining star in the last like five games. Um, He's been, I don't know if you watched the last game, but he hit like f- five threes or something. I think Ricky could be an X factor today. I really do. Someone's going to have to step up off the bench and provide, a little bit of what cat's doing i think Nas will have a decent game oh um, vandy vandy might get some minutes today this is his chance true and Nas, naz plays amazing as the starter for some reason so that's yeah. another thing to mention i think um yeah the uh jordan mclaughlin and uh naz reed
1: pairing is just a they they have some special chemistry they really I like do.
0: it yeah i do like it i do like it um i don't know though this game's kind of a crap shoot i don't know i'd I guess personally, I'd probably bet on the Nets, but, you know, I, I always want to see the Timberwolves win. I think it'd be, a, it'd be a nice statement win, but if we won, people would be like, I oh, didn't have Kyrie
1: or, or Harden. But then we were like, hey, we didn't have Cat." So is he out for personal
0: reasons due to his um, mother? And I think that's kind of what mm-hmm. that was I a think... really cool tribute, man. That yeah, was that awesome. was, you know, awesome job by the Wolves for doing that. Um, really cool pictures, too during that game of like the jersey um there was a picture you know cat hitting the three with his dad in the background when he did that 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 one was cool and my favorite picture of them all was um after the game when zach levine came over and him cat and um carl senior had like a big hug that was such cool picture like that's uh, that's a framing that's a framed one for sure i got a little emotional with that man i'm not gonna lie i was like this is levine's (sighs) love Do you think Levine wants to be a wolf deep down? I don't know. No, dude. <laughs> you don't think so? He freaking loves being the man, dude. He's 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 a gem. I wish. Oh, uh, dude, like we love the D-Lo and Cat pairing, but man, a Zach Levine Cat pairing, you dream- Tim Roll's fans dream about it, man. We really we do. had it. We had, we had it. it. Thibodeau ruined us. Um, Maybe. But yeah, man. I hope. Uh, he, yeah, he did. He did more than a lot of people think. To us, Thibodeau yeah yeah that that fucked us
1: man it really did we got a little as our audio good
0: okay here we go a little bit of a delay but we, we're good we're good
1: yeah we're trying we've, we've been filming a lot of videos today i'm surprised it's it's working so well
0: yeah we had a scare uh guys the first uh video we filmed was the timberwolves jersey um jersey rankings and the first minute of the video is lagging and we're like one of these days but it's been pretty good it's been pretty good
1: It has been pretty good, but, um,
0: but yeah, I, I I like having this schedule, man. I like having, uh,
1: once a week and especially now, I think just like, just to have it consistently, we, we both mark out this, this part of the day and then we just grind out a bunch of videos and we really have enjoyed doing these fun, the fun videos, like the, the tier lists and like the quizzes. So if you guys have any suggestions with that, man, we will, we'll, we'll do anything you guys suggest. Like any ideas you guys have for tier lists or anything? We'll take a look at it and we might we might just make it into a video for sure. Might as well, right? Might as well. But yeah, man. I hope that uh, the great news of the team selling like that was kind of the final domino, and now now we're all in. I think so. I think I think we're all in. Like little baby would
0: say. Yeah. <laughs> Not the baby. Shout out Not to uh, Chris's baby. roommate. But yeah, thank you guys for watching today. Um, it was, we did a lot today. We got, we, we did a lot of content. So be yeah, on the lookout. Um, for, if we area. seem a little drained right now, we've been going at this for almost three hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for watching guys. Let's hope that the, the Timberwolves can get a big win against the Nets today.
1: And uh, And yeah, stay tuned for next week.